What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 184 of the Game Explained Real Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and this week I'm joined by Andre Seegers and Tom Arnold. So, yeah, how are you guys holding up? I haven't been outside in, like, over a week. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I have taken small walks around my neighborhood, but if I, if I see anybody else, I take a wide berth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've uh, just shopping and jogging and just... Yeah, staying as far away from people as I can. <laughs> so weird. These are it, such weird times. Like it's weird, like how different the world was just two weeks ago compared to now. It's. It almost seems quaint that E three got canceled two weeks ago. Like, doesn't it feel like ages ago now? It's a, it's a lifetime ago. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I mean, pr- probably. Yeah, it, it it truly feels like just years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's bizarre. for sure. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy but yeah even on my walks i like sometimes see these people who are just like crowding around each other i'm like what is wrong with you i'm in a pretty suburban neighborhood i'm just like oh my god <laughs> what are people doing yeah, and i had not watching like the news or yeah like, fox news <laughs> yeah and i was i was down visiting amy uh and helping her out with a few things and it's just yeah it's still just as crazy and was getting food for her and I'm sure your shopping experience was similar, Tom. How are those yep. shelves? Well, the shelves sometimes are empty on some key things, but the weirdest thing is lining up to get into a store for me. Really? Uh, yeah, because they don't want, especially in the bigger stores, they don't want it to be overcrowded with people at the oh, toilet yeah. paper section, I guess. So uh, <laughs> there's a lineup up front, and everyone tries to stay two meters apart, which is about just over six feet. And so you get these spaced lineups kind of wrapping around the store. But fortunately, I haven't had to wait too long for any of them. Like, there's a lineup this morning, but I guess the store is opening and we all got in in the first batch. Uh, so I've been lucky there. Boy, that is so much smarter than when I saw the Walmart where it's just basically business as usual and people trying to, you know, still there and people trying to keep a wide berth for the most part from each other. But for the mo- otherwise, it's fake. Yep, everybody's shopping together. No real problems with that, but uh, that was something. The only time I saw what you described was when I went to get uh, gas uh, when I was heading back up. And uh, they said only seven people available uh, can be in the store at a time. Uh, And at the cash registers, they actually had X's like stand here, stand here, stand here. And that's how you'll be you'll know you're this far apart. Yep, um, that's in some places too, kind of with tape on the ground. Uh, I thought you were going to say each car was spaced. Oh no! Lengths apart. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not quite that. That was the inside, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where you got to be acutely aware of what you're touching and uh, at all times. Because I have this habit that I never realized until Amy told me of just kind of rubbing my nose. I think everyone does that. I'm sure. I, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Not, not maybe not that specifically. Like everyone touches their face throughout the day, like mm-hmm. probably hundreds of times. So yeah, that's not. Yeah, I mean that's something that I mean I guess I've become more aware of. But also I've long given up hope on. Ever <laughs> um, yeah. So now I just wash my hands constantly. I've given up on the face thing. It's like yeah, there's no way I'm ever gonna stop t- touching my face. You know, whether it's like resting my hands against you know my face against my hands or who knows what. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, uh, I oh go ahead, Tom. I was going to say, I find sometimes wearing gloves outside is a good reminder not to touch my face like crazy because I'll be going up and I see the gloves. It's like, oh, yeah, and just kind of try to use my shoulder mm-hmm. and <laughs> rub <laughs> the itchy area. But, uh, 
You just rub it, your face against walls now. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, door handles, you know. <laughs> Perfect. Now, hearing, yeah, hearing Derek, you're hearing guys' experience at the stores um, makes me, like, I wonder how, uh, I mean, the, the timing of the Amazon Ghost Store opening down the street for me is so fortunate. Um, I, I mentioned that before, but yeah, like, the whole idea is, like, you just go in, grab whatever you want, and just walk out. They use, like cameras to automatically detect what you're picking up and purchasing those like weight sensors so yeah. there's no checkout process at all so it makes like it's perfect for this kind of environment where you're trying to keep your distance where yeah there's no no you know there's no checkout process no cash is exchanging hands you don't have to deal with you know you don't have to interact with any clerk or anything is walking grab your stuff walk out that's it yeah. um so I haven't, I haven't been there in the past week so i don't know if like anything's possibly changed there um i don't know what they could change if they wanted to but yeah um I could, it's so weird, like, just kind of experiencing the world through only my windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I think that's ideal with that store, and I think eventually, I'm, I'm going to say it's sad that probably going grocery shopping will be the thing that gets me sick, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. and that, right, I mean, that's what, a What thing. can you do? And I, and I won't be able to see family. It's like, don't see family, but you can go grocery shopping and get sick there. Like, come on. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's a, that's the kind of freaky thing about this whole thing, right? Is you don't, you, I mean, you don't know where you could, where you might catch it from, and even if you do catch it, you may not know for a week or two weeks, if at all. Yet yeah. you could still have it and and uh, possibly pass it on to other people, which makes like only imagine like, look, I mean, I say luckily, it's kind of fortunate that my parents live multiple states away that I can't even visit them if I wanted to, besides flying, of course. Um, but like, yeah, if they're local, you know, um, you know, you never know if you might be passing something on to them without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, which would, that's they're the ones most, you know, they're probably the ones most at risk for most people. So. Right. Yeah. I was I was talking to my mom and she said she has not gone in to visit my grandparents at all. She talks to them through the door, but will not go inside because she just doesn't want to risk it for them. And yeah. it's a. Uh, it's, man, it's crazy to just change. <laughs> it's all changed. Like we're kind of okay to be equipped like this because it's working from home and all that. It's, it's yeah. not too different for us. But again, grocery shopping. Like, what can you do? You have to go. And I just try to make sure I don't need to go. Like, I'm waiting till I really need to go to in order to make that make that happen. So, mm-hmm. I'll point out there is online delivery. Like, if you really feel like in a bind, but they're in. Here in Richmond or Vancouver, at least, they're saying try to leave it for seniors and people that really need it. Mm-hmm. And there, there is a seniors hour at the beginning of some stores, at least like Costco. Uh, right. So that's nice. The seniors idea sounds good on the seniors hour. Sounds good on paper, but it also sounds terrifying. You're putting the most vulnerable population all in one place at once, <laughs> or not all of them, but like a bunch of them all in one place at once. If one of them has it, like, is that just the end of them? <laughs> I guess it I depends if it's busier or not. Like, if yeah. it's less busy, uh... that's true. If it's less busy, it may not be a concern. Yeah. So, yeah, and I've seen some old people walking around just whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. A lot of them are like, eh, it's just you know. I mean, I even took some convincing up for my own parents to like, you know, you guys need to take this seriously. And as far as I can ascertain, it seems they are now. Um, and yeah, so hopefully they continue to. But it does seem like the older, some of the older generation are don't seem to be taking it too serious. I mean, it applies to everyone too. We saw all those young idiots on the beach in Florida. Oh yeah, um, yeah. being like, yeah, you know, who cares if I get it? Whatever. <laughs> Just spreading it further. So yeah, yeah. But I don't know. For me, fortunately, like most of the things I do are solitary, like jogging and biking but missing hockey that that kind of sucks so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah yeah the world just shut down basically it's weird it really is and thank god for animal crossing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously 
Uh, I have not played it much. This is actually, I was playing it a little bit before this, uh, before we started here. Uh, and that was the first time in like five days as I was getting other things done. Um, and boy, that's a good way to have a time suck, especially when you get further in. Because I'm only now at the part where it's like, hey, you got three villagers moving in. Choose where their houses go. And I haven't done that yet, but I'm in the process. Yeah, that's a process that kind of killed, killed it for me on my original island. I just got tired of like crafting things and it, it actually if you know if you know what you're doing it actually doesn't take that or even if you as long as you like think about what you're doing it doesn't take that long maybe 30 to 60 minutes but it just seemed like such a, a daunting annoying task at first for me i'm like ah screw it i'll do one or two homes and i'll worry <laughs> i think what killed it for me was a freaking there's a wreath you have to build and i didn't have i couldn't find the flowers i needed for it so that's why oh. i gave up on the third house but you need to do that in order to continue with your island so mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's 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 fun. It's it's one of those things Amy convinced me to try, give it a try. Well, not convinced me, but I'd watch her play for how long. It's like, you know what? I can see the improvements here. It'd be fun to play with her, especially long distance. And yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> and then nice. and then I got caught up with other stuff and had, didn't play it for four days. So I'm like, oh, God, what kind of state am my island going to be in? And <laughs> thankfully, it honestly wasn't that bad. Nobody was giving me heck. There wasn't a bunch of weeds. Uh is like okay, basically just picking up where I left off. No, no big deal. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it, the it's the game's pretty gentle with even taking long breaks. I mean, the mo- the worst thing that'll happen pretty much is you'll have a bunch of weeds in your town. So mm-hmm. nothing too drastic. Which is just profit now, or yeah, exactly. Recipes. You can sell them. Bingo. <laughs> have you been playing Tom, or do you? Uh... Actually, no. I, I know have... what you've been playing. You've been playing Half Life. Yeah, I played Half-Life Alex a ton. That was my excuse for not jumping on the Animal Crossing bandwagon. I think that's a pretty good excuse, too. So, <laughs> It sounds like it, based on your review, because, holy crap, like I'm just seeing people raving about this game, which I honestly did not expect. Yeah, and I've been thinking about it more, and technically, probably my experience in the first few hours of the game would have been better if I was like playing VR all the time before that. Mm-hmm. instead of kind of just at expos and off and on. Um, and so I'm thinking, I'm kind of comparing it to Mario 64, where the first time playing Mario 64, like a lot of the parts in the beginning, it's like full of wonder and stuff, but at the same time, it's very frustrating getting used to the controls in certain moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but then I played Mario 64 many, many times through, getting all 120 stars. So I feel that kind of vibe from Half-Life Alex, where I can go back again and enjoy it more and try out many different solutions to different problems so it's gonna be interesting hmm that sounds it sounds awesome i will never play this game because <laughs> i just will not be put the money towards a vr set but it's still it, it's one of those things like i wish i could try it but i just won't get a chance yeah i actually so apparently i can get it working on the quest i've started the process but i haven't finished it so i need to do that but i really want to play the game it sounds amazing yeah um, uh and also yeah and even like Derek, if you get a, a chance, like at uh, if you come over to Andres for some point, um, let's say you can try Chapter Seven out of any chapter. Just try that one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. I consider myself intrigued. That is <laughs> that is the standout chapter, other than the end of Half Life Alex. All right. Nice. Well, That's I need to get this working. I've been like I've by the time I get. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I've just been like, it, by, by the time I like I have time in the day to play it, I'm like already worn out. I'm like, do I really want to be like standing around playing a VR game? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I just don't finish the uh, process. Yeah. I think because it's so engaging, it's not like standing at a standing desk or let's say, you know, that sort of thing. I was standing, I guess, for eight hours. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Geez, that's a good point. For yeah, two days in a time. row, uh, yeah, and I didn't have any problems. Uh, I, the real question, the real test, Tom, is how does it stack up to the uh, to the Labo Bird game? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, there, unfortunately, is a Labo Bird game that one where you're kind of moving through a city, or I'm trying to remember. Or the island one where you're the Labo VR game, I should say, um, where you're flying around as a bird and you're leaning oh, around, and there's no. There's no on-rail moments like that, surprisingly. But so you're, so you're saying it's inferior. Yeah, I'm saying it's inferior. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no wind in your face. There's no, like, yeah, there's none of that gust of wind or, like, the frog game or anything. The valve isn't quite there yet. On the <laughs> Nintendo's a true pioneer when it comes yeah. to immersive VR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's your uh, Animal Crossing streams been going on, Andre? Super well. So today's stream, apparently it was recommended by YouTube at one point. So oh, wow. we've been averaging, I think, around 2,000 views. But for about 10 minutes, it jumped up like 7,000 views, Jeez. which is absurd. Yeah, but then they started, then they that started to dial back, back to down to 2,000. But they've been going well. People seem to be really enjoying them. I'm having fun playing with our visitor, our, our fans and bringing new people, too, and visiting their islands as well. It's been a, a lot of fun. I've never streamed this much in my life, like anywhere close. <laughs> no. This is something entirely new to me. And luckily, there's so much going on in the game. There's always stuff to comment on and stuff to do. So it's been a really interesting experience. Um, and yeah, I'll be streaming again later today, or uh, for our patrons at least, for people here in this podcast. This will have been a few days ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's been uh, it's been a very different experience for me. But I used to I was doing the daily journals before for New Leaf, but I was playing. You know, I was those were pre-recorded. The streaming wasn't much of a big much of a thing then. We weren't doing it certainly. And uh, it's so much better being able to play with people than playing by myself, like trying to come up with things to talk about. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been a much better experience at this time. <laughs> nice. That's that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm going to take it at my own pace, not worry about it, not going to worry about traveling into the future. It's just like, all right, let's do this thing. Uh, you technically you're always traveling into the future, Derek. <laughs> okay, not traveling far into the future. <laughs> so you're saying you're giving up on the game already, then? Cheese, Derek. Yeah, exactly. Can't you. <laughs> hey, that's my sixty dollars wasted. Honestly, there's just so much coming out here soon with uh, Resident Evil Three and Final Fantasy Seven remake, and for other people, Persona Persona Five Royal. Like, mm. fortunately, if you're in a, if you're a gamer, you got plenty to play. Uh, not even counting the back backlog. If you're watching movies, uh, I don't know. <laughs> How is it going for people? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time somebody watched a movie <laughs> or something? I know they put uh, yeah. Tro- Trolls World Tour uh, out on video on demand early, but I don't know if anybody well, cares. So is um yeah. So is uh, they also just put out uh, Onward too. Yes. The new, the brand new Pixar movie. Like, it was in theaters for like two weeks, and then now it's on, you can rent it or buy it, I think, digitally. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody's going (laughs) to go to the theaters anymore to see it, so you might as well. I forget, did you guys end up, did either of you see that? Yeah, I saw it. No. Okay, that's right. I think we talked about them before. We did. Um, Yeah, surprisingly good, so. Mm -hmm. So, good time to start binge-watching all those Disney Plus shows. See the... Uh, I've been been watching the anime, as you know. Oh, yeah, how far are you you getting on uh, My Hero? 
I'm a, uh, uh, it's weird how they label the the episode number. So for a while, I thought I was really deep into season two because I'm like on I was like on like episode like twenty something, uh-huh. and then and I I forgot that they name it they they're they're titled or the episode numbers are based on the entire series, which is unusual mm-hmm. at least for at least for shows in general. Yeah, American shows, uh, yeah. Japanese shows, not so much. But I think I think I'm probably most of the way through season two now, or yeah, so I'm probably getting close to season three at this point. Um, they what? just uh, they just had a major moment involving the hero killer. Oh so, yes, I know exactly. Yeah, that, yeah that's uh, he's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, yeah, that's so that's been a, a fun little arc. Although I will say, I think I've enjoyed the school stuff more overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious if they're going to get back to that soon or how that's going to work. Exactly. They do a pretty good job of trying to even it out between school stuff and you know hero work um because they they'll have a like some big things happening and then they're like okay let's bring it back a little bit take a cool down again and then they'll ramp start ramping it up again it's not just okay. we got to build 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 and i that's another reason the show kind of works yeah and there's four seasons currently is that right yes four seasons yeah. and the fourth season's uh getting close to the end i can't believe i'm almost halfway wait close to the end yeah is it like is the show ending no 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 for the fourth oh, okay. season is close to ending Oh God! I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, shows the manga's still going, so there's plenty of content. But you're probably got to wait a year or so, maybe more now, uh, for season five. I can't believe I'm almost halfway done with a, with an anime series up to this point. That's just <laughs> wild to me. And the fact that actually I want to go back and rewatch a movie once I'm done with this now, so I can like, so I'll actually see that movie within context because I just mm. say like complete random gibberish <laughs> the first there, time. Uh, there is there is another movie that you can watch as well if you oh, want other good content. Point. So. Andre, Andre enjoying an anime. This, these are truly unprecedented times. I know what <laughs> weird thing. Of, like I started getting into Animal Crossing, so that's my weird moment for this whole uh, social distancing. What kind of weird thing are you getting into, uh, Tom? <laughs> oh, uh, geez, I guess the, I, I've just been pretty busy lately. I haven't had my chance for a weird thing yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he stops walking and starts binge eating. <laughs> Yeah. That's the that's that's negatom. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Probably if I was to watch a ton of TV all of a sudden, that would be the weird thing for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Or to stop working on carpool, and that'd be the uh, even weirder thing. Yeah that that would be uh, <laughs> that would be a uh, that'd be something weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd be something weird. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our news topics for the week and uh, see how things are going. And, well, uh, speaking of making games, uh, you know, we had that old, you know, Dreams was a big thing for a while. Everybody talking about all the cool things being made. And I'm sure it's still happening. But Nintendo took notice and they've asked them to remove all the Mario assets from Dreams. So no more Mario 64 recreations or Sunshine or whatever else people are making in there. Nintendo has uh, cracked the hammer down, and uh, I mean, it was expected. It was only going to be a matter of time. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, for clarity's sake, I don't. I, is it all the Mario stuff? Because I think that John checked the, some of the levels he checked out, and there were some of them were still in there. Okay. Uh, but one was pulled. So okay, at least one asset. So the, yeah, at least one of them. It was a removal of a Super Mario character model created by Dreams user Piece of Craft. Well, that reminds me that this move is a piece of crap from yeah. Nintendo. What a lame thing to do. Come on, Nintendo. Like, I'm sure there's probably God of War themed levels of Mario Maker. Is Sony going to you to have them pull down? 
Like what? I it's guess a... it's them recreating the Mario model, so that's probably it. Uh, that I mean, that's the major difference there. I mean, there's so many creations in Dreams based on IP and various other things. I don't, I, I don't think I've heard of any other. Maybe there have been other removals. I haven't heard of them. If so, but it doesn't really matter. Like, point is, this is such a lame backwards move by Nintendo, especially in an era where content creation is becoming more of a thing. Like, I'm sure you'll find so many characters in Animal Crossing now, like with you know uh, through the artwork you can scan. Oh, yeah. And post in the game, yeah. Like this is I, I, Nintendo is again, once again, proving how backwards they are and how how backwards thinking they can be, and enforcing their copyrights in a way that so you know it's, the 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 defense for this is well they don't do it then uh, you know then they give up their rights to it and I don't fully I don't think that's fully quite how that works I'm aware of that but I'm not a lawyer obviously but clearly that's not entirely how it works otherwise every company would be doing this not every company is doing this uh, Sega has been famously open to to fan made products as long as people aren't making money directly off of it mm-hmm. um and nintendo really i think it's time for nintendo to embrace something similar it's just so lame that pulling down courage that people make in honor of their ip no one's making money off dreams yet yeah uh, they, you know? they are they, they did say they are looking into ways so people can monetize their games yeah but that's not that's, that's not the case yet though not yet i think it's very tough like you would have had to be in the beta program and uh, i think sort of be part of dreams earlier on and you have to fill out a form and stuff it's not like you can just hit a switch and start selling a mario game it is definitely not that easy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah somebody that's making ga- a game right now you know how hard <laughs> how long that process is yeah anyone who is probably going to sell a game would like have some sort of spiritual riff on mario <laughs> and like do some sort of thing to honor him but they wouldn't be trying to sell an actual mario game I think these people are just trying to learn what it's like to make a Mario game. You know, it's uh, just something fun for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if Nintendo actually feels threatened by someone making a free-to-play Mario game, maybe Nintendo needs to step up their efforts then. <laughs> if they're <laughs> yeah. threatened by what, a, what what one guy can do in Dreams, then, you know, Nintendo, maybe that's a moment of self-reflection for you. So. <laughs> no one's going to be confused thinking this is exactly. a, a Mar- Nintendo-made yeah. product and, like, why isn't it? At that Mario level of standards, so. yeah, right. That's exactly like no one's no one's thrown off by this. And, and like, no people one... are making their own. They have to make their own assets. I don't think they can import the Nintendo assets, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah I so mean, as, far as, even... as far as far as I'm aware, yeah, yeah. Um, people can share the assets they've created within Dreams for others to use. But yeah, as far as I know, there's no way to like one to one pull in something. You have to create it yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's Nintendo being Nintendo. Yep. Yep. And speaking of Nintendo being Nintendo, <laughs> they made this whole big thing that we got uh, in Animal Crossing where we don't want them to be able to duplicate their items and all that. And of course, there was an item clone glitch that uh, John covered, and that has now been removed, which is not a surprise at all. Nintendo was going to crack down on that immediately. Sorry, yeah, you, what's been removed specifically? The, the item clone glitch that John showed off. Okay, right, so Nintendo, crossing. yeah, Nintendo patched the glitch to fix it, but they also removed our video showcasing the glitch <laughs> yes. a couple of days before. It um, never they, existed. They it. Yeah, but yeah. it's so silly. It's like, by the time they pulled it, it had already been public for way too long, and it's not. And YouTube's not the only place people are getting it from. So, again, another lame move by Nintendo. Um, but, yeah, it's hilarious that they go through all these... these through the the lengths they, the lengths they've gone through to prevent people from cheating with um you know by preventing like you using cloud saves for instance um although you can still time travel of course and then they leave this major glitch in the game where people can just duplicate things effortlessly and um 
and yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nintendo. That sucks. That's your bad, though. <laughs> uh, oops. Um, yeah, it's so. I'm glad this patch is good. That's it's probably good. That's fixed. But yeah. I don't know. Another case of Nintendo being Nintendo again. You know, trying to like stamp out the ish, the problem after it happens um, with you know pulling our video specifically. And yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, that's. I mean, that's kind of the issue you run into when you have like these in-game economies and animal crossing is kind of weird but it doesn't take its economy too seriously on one hand because it's all fake money but on the other hand like you know so many people already clone stuff i mean i've seen people with like millions of bells basically yeah <laughs> and, and they could even get that just by farming like uh oh the tarantulas tarantulas yeah, yeah. exactly like tarantulas is not just another n- name for like easy way to make cash <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, right. Exactly. And Nintendo already broke their own economy by, with, like, the Tarantula Island you can get. Um, how you can kind of effectively make your own, too. And those things, you can get, like, hundreds of thousands of bells from those. It's kind of absurd. Yeah, it really is. So, eh, it is what it is. But, yep. there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Animal Crossing, uh, it is, and, and bells, because it's making Nintendo all the money right now. Setting sales records in the UK and Japan, I believe, as well. But in UK, uh, in the UK, it has sold more uh, in its what first week than the entirety of any other Animal Crossing game in the series together. I think hasn't it sold Pokemon now too? Yes, or at least or, or, it's or, out, or, it's or, sorry, maybe not, maybe not sold, but like for the period of time it was released in. Yes. Rather. Yeah, uh, it's also the big. It's the biggest launch game in Nintendo history. Uh, if you don't combine the sales of Sword and Shield into as one release, I think I may have heard that. Even I think it's even surpassed those now. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, it probably has had, at this point. Yeah, because it is. It is being talked about n- nonstop on social media. Uh, people going across and you know talking about their own islands, the crazy thing people people are doing on their islands, and the fact that this game is kind of perfect for the situation we're in right That's now. That's exactly it. Like it, the time it could not have been better for Nintendo in terms of like in, in terms of like having the right game at the right time. Like there's no better game at this moment in time than Animal Crossing and, and, and a hot console to boot too. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, Switch is still selling insanely well. Like Switch is sold out. Or last I checked, you can't find Switches. You can't buy them local. You can't buy them online. Like they're like Amazon isn't selling them directly. Or at least since I last checked about a week ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was yeah. looking to get a second one just before Animal Crossing released. And yeah, like this, it's everyone wants a Switch. Everyone wants to play Animal Crossing. Like that, the timing could not have been better for Nintendo. So yeah, and it's it's working out for Bethesda as well because you know Doom Eternal. Uh, did get? I think it's the best-selling game in the series now too. Well, and they hitched their wagon to that Animal Crossing cross promotion super. Early. Oh, they knew <laughs> they knew what to do there. They knew like, oh, yep. we like, I, like I know from all the Persona coverage. There's a lot of times where when I was working on Persona Five stuff, uh, it often had embargoes around the same time that Animal Crossing stuff was supposed to come out <laughs> or news mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's like they knew because they're like, okay, we're going to delay this a bit. Because they right. did not want to go directly against Animal Crossing. Exactly. But it was smart of Doom, because anytime thinking of the release date for Doom, it's like, when is it again? It's like, oh yeah, it's the same day as Animal Crossing. So mm-hmm. Smart stuff. Really smart stuff. Very. So, yeah. Nintendo is doing quite well. Uh, and 
uh, I guess that should continue on for a bit because they that we just had that direct mini. Uh, most of it is stuff we've already known, but one of the big things, and I think you've already talked about this a bit, Andre, thanks to the uh, post-direct discussion, but Nintendo did announce what the next uh, what game the next Smash Fighter will be from, and that's Arms, which uh, people, from what I can tell, seem mostly okay with it. Yeah, it's weird because yeah, Arms. Arms sold decently, but it didn't blow up or anything. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of people who just aren't familiar with the game or, you know, not invested enough to appreciate the character. Whereas myself, I've wanted an Arms character. And I'm actually a little bit surprised. I didn't mention this in, this in the discussion. I'm actually a little bit surprised they're not holding off on Arms for for the next Smash Brothers. But if, they're, if Ultimate's going to be their game for the next, you know, who knows how many years, like four to five, six years possibly, like there have been pretty big gaps in Smash's history, then it makes sense to bring in one. And I, I for one, am excited I'm just not thrilled by the way they announced it. I still think it might have been better to hold... For me, I would prefer to have they just hold off and, like, reveal... You know, re- reveal the character proper as they have before, where we don't even know what game it's coming from. It is a little bit fun that, you know, we can now speculate more specifically about who it could be, but, you know, it also kind of takes away. But I think finding out what, what even what game a character's from is, like, half the fun as a character itself, mm-hmm. right? So Yeah, yeah. There, there is that aspect. But I think that Nintendo also saw the reaction to Byleth <laughs> and be like, okay, right. let's... That's actually a good point. Let's this, prepare this is kind people. of like This is kind of like the Metroid Prime 4 thing, where they had to announce the game just so people weren't um, getting up all in their business again about when they announced Samus Returns, I think, at the same time. Yes. Um, you know, yet another Metroid game without it being Metroid Prime 4. So that might have been, yeah, this is a kind of a good way to control expectations, which they should have done as well for that, um, what was that art, that real-time strategy game or turn-based quasi-shooting game, Derek, on 3DS. Oh, um... Lincoln? Oh, uh... Codename Steam. Codename Steam, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, couldn't remember the name. <laughs> it's a good... I love that game. That is a really good game, but it got completely buried. Yeah, the thing is, that was not the game to hype up as an announcement. Like, they needed no. to be... They needed to more specifically say, hey, here's a new, we have a new IP coming, which I don't think they did. I think every, we were all wondering, like, what could it be? Could it be a sequel to something? And, yeah, we just need a little bit more information so people's expectations didn't get out of control. Yeah, so. yeah I think they've realized how crazy people can get when it comes to stuff like this and the endless speculation. And now right. the speculation is a lot more focused. <laughs> yep. Because the, there's the debate is like, is it going to be Springman? But he's already an assist trophy. We'd much rather have it be any number of these characters. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's, it's nice to see a bit more controlled take on what character is coming next uh, for right. Smash for me. Uh, I don't know if I want, I don't want this all the time, but I think it's a good idea for ARMS specifically because, you know, it did sell over a million units, I believe, but it's, Definitely hasn't stuck in the public conscious in the same way that no, it definitely hasn't. Did. I haven't heard anyone talk about arms in quite some time. Yeah, it's not, until now. Yeah, I wonder if they might do some sort of arms update to try to be around that time to spur interest in arms again. I mean, we don't. We have another one of those like free p- trials going on right now, so people yeah. can check it out, right? Or I soon. have seen some people. I have seen some people speculate that it could be a character from Arms too. Ooh. Which, if that's an upcoming mm-hmm. announcement, then... That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, would it be yeah. enough time? Like, or what? For have it, have to have an ARMS tube come out. Isn't it... Is it? Was it the Splatoon team that made ARMS? Maybe. No, I, no it was a Mario Kart. Kart. A, Mario Kart. ARMS is Mario Kart. ARMS, yeah, ARMS is the Mario Kart team. Yes. Right? He's the Mario Kart producer that was working on ARMS, I believe. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, in that case, yeah, they've had time. They've only... What, what else has that team done? Mario Kart Deluxe? Have they done yeah. anything since then? Not, not unless we're in getting arms? a Mario Kart 9. 
Yeah, exactly. So it could be Arms 2 or Mario Kart 9. Um, or I mean, it could be something new, too. It's not true, just true. those two. But my guess would be it probably will be a sequel. And yeah, Arms 2 would be something. And with Mario Kart Deluxe selling as well as it is, do they need a Mario Kart 9? Although, then again... I mean, imagine game, how well Mario well Kart as. 9 would sell. Exactly. Yeah, they would sell the, the entire demographic. Uh, but it would cut off the legs of Mario Kart 8 sales. It's kind of the downside true, of it, right? True, true. Hmm. Yeah. That's a tough one. But it is a tough one. Yeah, we'll see what actually comes of it. Uh, in the meantime, we also finally got a release date for Shantae and the Seven Sirens, uh, which is releasing on consoles and PC on May 28th and is available in full right now on uh, Apple Arcade, uh, which I tried out. And the game's really good. Um, I'd much rather play it on uh, console, though, which is why I'm going to be waiting beyond what I've played so far. Did you try connecting a controller? Oh, I did. Your- I-, I played okay. with a controller. I don't want to play off my iPhone. <laughs> right. Oh, geez. Get yeah. Big, I, uh, get the analysis machine in front of that. To yeah. Bigger. I, I don't have an iPad. I can use, so I can use my uh, Elgato to be able to play on like a screen, like have a actual right. monitor. The problem is this, the, the dongle I use in order to be able to stream from my iPhone has a thing that I could put my, um, the cable, like the theoretically power. the charging cable, the power cable into, yeah, but it doesn't charge it. So that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I have the same one for my, or I have what I presume is the same cable for my iPad, and it charges just fine through it. Yeah, mine does not charge through it, so I was out of luck, and I'm like, nope, not worrying about it. And again, I'd much rather be able to play this on my Switch or PS4 or whatever. Um, it, it, and it it plays good. It, it's a good sequel. I think this has the potential. Uh, to rival the best of the uh, Shantae games, which was Risky's Revenge, uh, not Risky's Revenge, uh, Pirate's Curse, and nice. uh, it it it's a lot of fun. Like it's much more of a full blown Metroidvania than Shantae has been ever since. Really, Risky's Revenge, and this is mm-hmm. this one. I'd say even more so. So I still need to play those games someday. You really should. I've never played a Shantae game. <laughs> the original Shantae is definitely rough around the edges these days, but I I think you could easily start with Risky's Revenge and go forward and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And they're not long games. You can beat them within five, six hours. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like short games. Yeah. They're, they're good for that. The, my big question is, why the heck is everything releasing at the end of May? Um, right. I think it's a lot of games are kind of pushed back in the spring. And these are ones that are either delayed or they might have had some. Well, I guess it's not that they're having trouble finishing them working from home, but just. These are ones that couldn't make March for fiscal deadlines, maybe. Maybe. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy because we have uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition. We have Shantae. We have, I think, one of the 2K games, if not all of them, are out on May 29th as well. Oh, I have a good idea, too. Um, technically, in a regular cycle... By now, we'd be getting next-gen announcements of the yin-yang. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this could be them, sort of like traditionally with Nintendo systems, trying to get the games out by spring. So, And in the summer, people are all thinking about the next generation and maybe kind of leaving the current gen alone. So it could have been them preparing for that. Possibly. Could have been. That is a possibility. It's, it's, it's amazing how much things have been thrown out of whack because of all this. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's still weird. Yeah, again, just how weird how different the world is now versus a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
But hey, at least I'll have something to watch at some point, maybe? I don't know. All I know is that Netflix has greenlit Castlevania for a season four, which is really good because season three was a lot of setup. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's hope we get the, actually get the chance for payoffs. I'm always have that uh, quote lingering above my head where it's like, eh, we give them two seasons and then we usually cancel a, a, the series just because it gets expensive. Mm-hmm. If they don't meet certain expectations, and it's like, oh god, <laughs> don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I an article about that. How like it actually works out for Nef- to Nef- Netflix's benefit to like cancel shows after like I think a couple of seasons, two seasons, because by yeah. that at that point they could start asking for raises, and they're like, well, you're not getting any more new subscribers for us, so you have a base fans, and you we have to pay you more money, so now nah, you're canceled. <sighs> yeah, the thing Brilliant. is, like, you would think that would be yeah. <laughs> You would think that would bite them in the butt eventually, but the thing is that they have so much content, it may not, you know, and it kind of sucks that there's no good recourse for that, um, you know, because mm-hmm. their library is so big that, yeah, it sucks that they cancel shows fairly often, but if there's enough content to watch otherwise, you know, no one's going to cancel for that reason. Yeah. I, um, I, but with all, this, with all this competition coming up, who knows? Yeah, they, they might reverse course on that because they know they need to have some established shows to be around so people at least right. keep subscribing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, go ahead, Tom. There'd be no reason not to jump shit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Have you? Like, yeah, I know. For like Netflix, is actually, probably one of the least, one of the lesser services I use more more recently now. I mean, partially because I'm watching anime now. God, for, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so that's on Hulu. Uh, but I also watch. You know, I've been watching more HBO and uh, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nice. Uh, have either of you watched the Castlevania season series? one? Just season one, yeah. Well, I gave it half. I gave it half an episode, or maybe I watched a full episode. It wasn't doing anything for me, so I dropped it. Okay, I, I'd say it gets really good <laughs> in season two. Uh, season one is all just like proof of concept, almost like just four episodes and it's I done. See. And then season two is like, all right, we got ourselves go- going. Good, let's move. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there's it, it really goes hard into that. Uh, those character motivations and thoughts on you know how things are going and then they have the nice bombastic ending uh definitely the case for both season two and season three um and i i enjoyed it i'm looking forward to seeing where they go with season four uh with all their setups so yeah where's my zelda netflix show why isn't that thing there (laughs) (laughs) gotta talk to nintendo yeah Oh man! I'm so excited about that rumor five years ago, and nothing's happening from it. <laughs> nope, not one bit. So, and we got that tease thing of uh, you know Pit versus Link, and you know 2D anime style. It's like, oh man, just give us more of that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh well, but uh, yeah, I think that takes care of it for our news topics uh, for the week. Uh, and let's go ahead and jump into our Patreon topics. And as always, for just $1 a month, you can support us on Patreon, get these podcasts three days early every Friday, usually. Sorry, we kind of uh, messed up here this week and have it Saturday. But um, you get these podcasts three days early, offer up topics, and of course, uh, access to our VIP room in our Discord. So yeah, let's go ahead and jump into that. And who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I'll start things off here. So we have a... Uh... A question from Paul Stalter Pace, who apparently figured out how to get me to ask the question. Because I'll answer anything Disney. <laughs> yeah, related. it's music for <laughs> Ash, Disney for you. <laughs> That's right. So Paul asks: As of this post, Disney is planning on reopening Disneyland and Disney World on April first. Isn't that way, way too soon? 
What can be done to hold companies like this accountable? So it's it's funny you mentioned as of, as of this post because since then, I think as of yesterday, Disney has announced that Disneyland and Disney World are both closed uh, indefinitely. So there's no no opening date that they're giving now. Um, I think they've announced they'll be paying employees up until I think April 18th um, at least, which kind of gives which kind of shows like what what time frame they're working with. But I assume that's going to be extended, uh, which is also why they haven't officially announced, you know, when they're going to reopen because they have no idea when it's going to reopen. So yes, this is good that they finally uh, addressed when they're reopening and that they have no idea officially. Um, but at the soonest, it'd be April April nineteenth, I presume. Um, but again, it'll probably be far longer than that. Uh, but beyond that, though, also they should have closed sooner than they did. Like I, there was a video of um. Magic Kingdom, just over a week ago now, before they closed, you know, well after this whole epidemic had been underway, and people are all crowded on Main Street, you know, thousands of people, like, watching the fireworks, and it's like, that's insane, we knew how bad it was, and you, you should have had any fireworks that day, you should probably have been closed that day entirely, uh, so yeah, it's good they're closed now, so, but it does bring up the point of, how do we hold these companies accountable, and... I mean, it comes down to, you know, I think the lo- the local governors, and Florida has not been taking this seriously at no. all. Disney's been taking it more seriously than Florida has in general, and uh, these governors need to be, like, reacting quicker and faster, far faster than they have been, and I I don't think, I, I still think Florida hasn't gone into lockdown as they should have, no. as far as I know, yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of comparisons to the mayor from Jaws right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no there's no problem here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about the giant man-eating shark. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, it was literally <laughs> the same thing where we's like we have a spring break, we can't shut down for spring break. That's our big tourist season. Right. Yeah. And part long term, think long term, people. <laughs> that's that's exactly yeah. it. And part of it too is like, you know, the federal guidance hasn't been good either at all. That's been completely Oh, it's lacking. just a delayed response um, and now it's the whole like governors will ask for things and they're not getting them because the federal response is like, "Eh, you need to treat me nicer." Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's been kind of the ball's been dropped in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, Florida needs to get on the ball in this case, and uh, basically they should realize like Florida should understand like hey, if Disney's closed down, that's like a major warning <laughs> signal right there. It's like if Disney if Disney's actively not making money, maybe we should be heeding that uh, advice. Yeah, or paying attention. To when that. when have you seen D- Disney forego the chance to make money? Exactly, right. <laughs> never. <laughs> uh, on another note, I believe Universal. That was in Japan. That was supposed to open at some point. Yeah, they delayed it again. So I wonder if this just helps them give more time for Nintendo Land to be put together, or even if it will be being built right now. Yeah, I don't know if it's even yeah. getting built right now. They, I mean, we did find out that the the Olympics have been delayed. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure they still want to open up Nintendo World at the same time. So well, well, with same time as well, the Olympics. Wait. wait as the Olympics, right? So you're saying they just bought this guy a year, effectively? Then essentially, oh, yeah, because they've been tying their opening dates to like by the Olympics, and now they have a whole another year. So it really just depends on like when the theme parks start opening again. Because I think, yeah, I think they're still closed in Tokyo, right? I don't think they've reopened anything there. No. Maybe they have. I don't know. They, because I know the reaction in Japan's been pretty muted too, in general. Like, and I think cases start ramping up recently, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So. I haven't been following it too closely. So I don't want to speak too out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I haven't. You can't pay too close attention. You'll go nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's absurd. Oh, yep. Weird times. But yeah, uh, it, we, we in order to hold these companies accountable, we need just better guidance from you know the people in in charge who are able to do so. And mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and like we talked about this a little bit last week, and that businesses have been remaining open that aren't essential, like GameStop, you know, staying open. Yeah, when they're not essential, and I brought up you know Starbucks as a comparison point too, which you know, yeah, they're they're food or you know they're technically a food establishment, but do you need Starbucks? And I say this as one who's been ordering it <laughs> through delivery. So yeah, oh, yeah. people like, been, people went nuts it, when they but... threatened to shut down liquor stores. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, do we do we really want Popolis stuck at home without being able to like sedate themselves in some way? <laughs> no, it, it's been interesting seeing people having to interact with more family members than usual. <laughs> so like, right. you can really get a sense of like, oh god. Apparently, like relationship advice on Reddit has been like filling up with just like, oh my god, I can't take I this person. There was this one article I was reading about how this. This one couple, I guess they had just met and they'd like gone on a trip together. Like this was their first, I forget the exact details, but like they were, they were somehow on a trip together for a few days or maybe one flew to see the other or they met at some mutual location. I forget the exact specifics, but because of this quarantine, they ended up having to lock down together. And so and they were saying how like within this last couple of weeks, like it's pushed their relationship into like, into what feels like they've been married multiple years where like they're using the bathroom in front of each other now and everything. <laughs> they just like just fast forward to the relationship and how they were concerned about this, but it's been working out and that they wouldn't have wanted it to have happened any other way. Oh, nice. So it's just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, just... it's at least a happier version of that where it could have been like, exactly. oh, this person makes me miserable and I want to kill them. Right. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. They'll, they'll, come, they'll come naturally a few years later when they actually do get married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, do you want to go next? Uh, Tom? Certainly. So my topic is from Justin Barta. He says, any thoughts on the Nindies event from last week? Also, do you have any indie games to recommend? I recently enjoyed finishing Bomb Chicken and plan on starting Evaland soon. So I think we've kind of probably gone over the Nindies event a bit. Um, I felt there's some good things in there, but maybe not all of it was entirely for me. Uh, maybe you guys can chime in on your thoughts if you want. I mean, um, nothing. Like I'm having, I'm actually struggling to remember a lot of the bigger yeah. things. I remember the like you're a soul and you're going through buildings game. I remember the um, new one from the guys who made No Man's Sky. Yeah, that one I remember. But beyond that, I'm having tr- trouble remembering these indies. That's the yeah. thing with me and indies. Like they look cool, but I don't necessarily jump on them the moment they come out in order to play them unless they're getting a lot of buzz i mean i'm a fair weather indie fan apparently (laughs) well part part of the issue is that you know most of them aren't you know they're they aren't from established names or ip right Mm -hmm. yeah they're new ips yeah they're throwing so many of them at you at once it's hard for any of them to kind of really latch on except for maybe you know one or two just because it's all new stuff being it's like it's like going to a movie and seeing like a bunch of trailers or movies you've never heard of before yeah like afterward how many of those do you actually recall me like barely any right Mm -hmm. um and i mean to be fair though they are planting the seeds which hopefully in the future when you see it again it's like oh i kind of remember that from before you know and that it does help uh it does help it gestate a little bit in your mind but yeah, like just taking the, taking so many indie games at once, especially just for like you know thirty seconds to a minute at most, it's like it's hard to it's hard for much of them to make an impression, except for um the blue fire one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> was it was that the one that opened it? Maybe that's I think why. that's the one that opened it. Um, yeah. Because I think I I think it, it te- the things that stick out to your mind in your mind generally, I believe, are the things you see first and the things you see last. Yeah. I don't remember what the last one <laughs> was, but you remember the first one. The yeah. last thing was Exit the Gungeon, which was already out on Apple Arcade. Right so. there we go. Yeah. Yeah, and so basically with these games, I felt like they're kind of ones that I need to get some hands-on time 
to get a better impression uh, rather than just seeing demos so, mm-hmm. or seeing footage. Yeah. Um, yeah, but c- congrats on finishing Bomb Chicken. That is one I love, but it, it gets so tough at the end. It's kind of like I, I once got unstuck and then got a bit further and got stuck again, and I kind of would be better off just starting from the beginning again, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> if I wanted to enjoy Bomb, bomb Chicken. Uh, I haven't heard of Evil Land. I recently started playing Baba is You on Switch because it was on sale and it's one I wanted to check out for a long time and I'm enjoying that one a lot. I hear that's tough. Yeah. I'm just at the beginning of Baba is You and yeah, there's some real uh, ones that kind of force my brain into overdrive to figure out it. Hmm. And I first played it at Andre's so I really do like that though. Nice. Um, yeah, and if you want to fast forward to the future to games that aren't on Switch, uh, I also recently downloaded Dunk Lords, uh, which is like NBA Jam slash Mario Strikers with basketball, and that's a really over-the-top game that I liked at PAX a lot in the past. So how about you guys? Um, I, I have heard of Evil Land. Evil Land is that RPG where like, as you go progress, it goes from like really basic uh, RPG tropes to... like. Uh, PS1 era as you go mm. through the story and it, it, it's interesting in that way kind of basic I think Evo Land 2 improves upon uh, things quite a bit for that one um, recommendations I don't really have a lot of like unique ones that I've discovered that nobody has played before uh, you know I got the typical Hollow Knight Shantae um, trying to think of others that have popped up um, yeah I'm, I'm not sure I'm blanking on some of those indie small, ones. Small VR indie game, Half-Life Alex. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. I've got the ultimate, the ultimate, uh, not just indie game, ultimate game ever, being Heave-Ho, which yeah. is just hilarious. Oh, yeah. Nothing could top Heave-Ho. That game is just magical. If you have a few friends over, download that game. Don't look up anything about it beforehand. Trust me, it's even better that way. Go yeah. and blind with your friends. You won't regret it. I guarantee it. Uh, that game is just a complete blast. You only need Joy-Cons to play it, like a single Joy-Cons. Uh, download it, check it out. I forget how much it is. It doesn't matter. It's worth a billion dollars if you didn't pay it. <laughs> it's cheap. It's only, I think, $10. So. Oh, wow. It's, it's fantastic. You won't... I mean, I can guarantee you... I mean, I I pretty much can guarantee you won't regret it. So yeah. One... Um, yeah. I was going to say one problem, though, is that with the friends aspect in this day and age. So <laughs> If you're quarantined oh, yeah. with somebody. <laughs> good like, point, yeah. yeah. you're quarantined with someone or maybe you have a brother and sister or something like that. Uh, otherwise, get Heave-Ho ready. <laughs> or when the world is unleashed again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no online play, I believe. I think it's local only. That'd be rough online. Maybe yeah, Steam remote play, you could do it if you had that. But yeah, not on Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't had an indie game that I just like that I discovered that I just love at the moment. It's been a while, so whoops. Uh, I've got another one. A little. It's a little game that I don't think many have heard of. Uh, it's it's called Stardew Valley. Um... <laughs> Yeah, only 10 million yeah. people have heard of that one. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Practically nothing. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. For my topic, I have Mark Cruz, who says, I may have become what I hate most, and I may have become what I hate most, an entitled Smash fan, because I personally was really disappointed with the arms rep. I was even defending Byleth. Maybe I'm just fatigued by first party rep after first party rep. My question is, what character would you be, uh, would make you disappointed if they announced it for Smash? The horse from Barbie Horse Adventure, or maybe just a rock. No moveset, just takes damage. Thanks for the content, and stay safe. 
So it's it's, now. it's actually yeah. there, there's one thing here that stood out to me about Mark's uh, question, even before we get to the question itself. Just what? fatigue by first party rep after first party rep. Mm-hmm. Is that the point of Smash? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is, but we have had a trend with the DLC characters that they have been pretty much entirely third-party minus Byleth and now ARMS. Yeah. Um. So I kind of get it because we had, the like, I, I think we were for a while at least expecting a third-party rep as a fifth character, but then we had Byleth. And now we have two first-party characters back-to-back. So I kind of can see where it's coming from because there was something, you know, there was something I think probably in general a little bit more exciting about third-party characters because it could be anyone as opposed to first-party where... You know, we kind of we kind of know who we're working with then, right? Right. I mean, most of the big ones have already been covered. So I still don't have Rex and Pyrus. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to point out that fatigue by first party rep. I'm going to say there's a difference where first party Fire Emblem rep versus yeah. having other characters. I, I, mean, I think I, Arms I, is a little bit more exciting a than a Fire Emblem rep, even if it yeah. is. You know, I do care oh, about I Fire totally Emblem agree. more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, yeah, I'm not totally unbiased because I like ARMS or I don't really care about Fire Emblem. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a brand new IP, which I think is always exciting than one that's been in the game, you know, it, it, in almost every Smash game, multiple times even. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I do think ARMS is just, especially with the way the moveset they can use for an ARMS character is way more uh, diverse than a, po- a possible Fire Emblem entry. So yeah, any non-Fire Emblem entrant is uh, is a pro in my book. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, bring I on think Doc Lewis. <laughs> there you go. go, Doc. That would be awesome if we got Doc Lewis. Um, as as far as uh, uh, you know, those first party reps. You know, wasn't it back in Smash, uh, Smash Brawl where um, Sakurai was lamenting in the the trophy text about how few new IPs uh, Nintendo had? Like where it was like uh, Alomar is the newest char- new character that Nintendo's created. It's been right. quite a few years. Isn't that a little sad? Like, he was like, why haven't we made any new characters in a while? That's so right. I forgot about that. He really does okay. want to take advantage of those newcomers. It could be the new WTF character, Club 51. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's playing as, like, a marble or something. It's, it's like a Katamari <laughs> Damacy ball that just rolls around with all the games flinging everywhere. <laughs> That'd be, okay, I actually love that idea. That'd be great. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that... Uh, this first party character again though might be because Sakurai can't really go to different companies right now and talk to them in person so it could be buying time to have more third party characters later and as for a rock if there was a rock I think that would mean a Goron I'm all for a Goron oh yes <laughs> a Goron would rock yeah uh-huh. and why a Barbie from, oh, okay. why a horse from Barbie horse adventure why not a Pona yeah there you go but yeah is is there any character that you would be disappointed if they announced it yeah a Pianta I hate Piantas (laughs) Piantas have the worst literally the worst character design of anything in the world I can imagine the grab now it'd just be them dancing around holding the person in the air and then you just walk off the stage with them (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's a he's a chuckola or however they said it yeah right the only Piantas are remotely I don't want to say acceptable but that implies that they're, they're of some worth um, <laughs> would be the Piantas from uh, Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door yeah I do like how they characterize those at least well, that's because they're mafioso yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like if you were trapped let's say in your condo oh my and God. you couldn't get out Quartered. and there were like two pillows and under each pillow was a different rat like that would be the first rat you go for to eat 
That's last year food. Wow. <laughs> what? I don't know where I that analogy just, came from, but okay. That, I, I think that was in The Shining uh, when oh, one guy okay. was oh, trapped in the movie. And um, basically, he had this rat he kept looking at that was like the last of his food if he was starving. But then the trash... Not the trash can man, but basically Randall Flagg, the devil, comes in and saves him, I think, before he has to come to that. Somehow that analogy is less terrifying than where I thought it was going, yeah. where I was going to like wake up in bed with a Pianta like, under my pillow or something. And then, but then you mentioned uh, two pillows, which means I can smother myself twice as quickly, yeah. <laughs> which is exactly what I would do, which either me or the Pianta getting it. <laughs> I can see where you guys would think that might actually go... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was if there would be any character I would just not want whatsoever, oh, and I I can't think of one. I mean, like Tingle, I'd I'd be fine <laughs> with Tingle at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Tingle for a while a I was not a, exactly a fan of the idea of Steve from Minecraft being in it, but even yeah. now I'm like, well, I got so many characters I do like. Whatever Steve's in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Steve would be fun to play as a character, but as a character, I can cannot care no, less about Steve. He's not a character. <laughs> Right, exactly. He's an avatar. But that's, you know, we have other avatars in the game too, effectively. Heck, I'm the guy who had it was a proponent for Bandana D. I'd be super psyched if Bandana D got in, and he's basically a Goomba. (laughs) I'd be psyched if a a Goomba Goomba got in. Yeah, yeah. I think a Goomba. Sure, we got Piranha Plant in there. I'm trying to think who else? What would be a really terrible one? I know. Uh yeah well I guess we can't think of any then yeah should probably move on so yeah exactly oh well Pianta there you go <laughs> Flood he's already in the game I guess yeah he's if already he was somehow his own talking character I'd lose it <laughs> perfect <laughs> Candy Kong oh, okay yeah that's yeah that's a pretty good one that's a that's and definitely a dip- but hey female representation <laughs> so even then I that's true even then I'd be a little bit like yeah. <laughs> Anyway, our game this week comes from uh, Mechano Thomas. I hopefully said that right. Says, I have a game for you. Just follow the next link and guess how old it, uh, everyone is. So, yeah, that's all it is. Is The rule of the game is simple. Guess the age of each character described in the questions. The uh, GX crew member that is closest wins the point. It's not the Price is Right pool, pool, uh, rule, so if you're over, you don't need to worry about it. Uh, there are 10 video game characters with a picture scattered among a lot of different games. Some answers are approximations based on logic calculations. At the end of the quiz, if there is a tie, you can use the tiebreaker. So, yeah. Uh, first up, uh, how old is Oren, the gray-haired senior of Final Fantasy X? Uh, is he supposed to be at the beginning of the game when he sends Titus to Spiros? That's a Final Fantasy X question. All right, I had a Google image of the uh Well, if, if you click the link, you should be able to get into his whole thing. Okay, I can click it and oh, okay. it won't be spoilers. Yeah, there won't be spoilers. He has it uh, uh, hidden, so I can just highlight it and answer okay. it for you guys. So. All right, perfect. So, um, this guy, uh, he looks like... I don't know. I mean, in in Japan, like in the way in the way Japan <laughs> in Japan, he's like seventy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say he's seventy. No, no I'm gonna yeah. say this guy's seventy five. That's my guess. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go sixty three. I'm gonna go just a straight fifty. And he okay. is thirty five. What? Oh, wow. He's as old as I, almost as old as I am. Oh, Actually, I'm so, about to turn thirty five this year. Oh God. I yeah. thought I thought there might be like some spread in the middle where everything's like pushed out to the edges. And admittedly, I was sort of thinking 30s at first. I'm like, no, maybe it's gone. But my I'll think in that. Wrong. 
Yeah, Jeez. I was too. Yeah, I think it could go either way in our defense. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that point's mine. Are, is, are you keeping track? I, I was uh, hoping you would. Okay. Um. Anyway. What kind of host are you, Derek? You're the one that usually keeps track. <laughs> you're the, you're... That's the end of my question. All right. Not very much one. <laughs> Alex Trebek doesn't keep score, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. All right. Number two. How old is Phoenix Wright in Ace Attorney uh, Phoenix Wright Spirit of Justice? Uh, the sixth 17. Main, sixth main <laughs> entry in the series. I'm, I'm standing by I, 17. I think he... I'm going to go... I'm going to go 31. Okay. I'll go 21. I think Andre is probably on the ball. Let's see. All right. He is uh, 35. Oh, man. Two, Why, actually, Phoenix bo- is born in either 1992 or 1993, and the game takes place during the years 2027 to, uh, to 2028. So he can be 34, 35, or 36 year- years old. The average would be 35. Okay. So who got that one? Uh, I think I did again, because I said 30. Yeah. Okay. All right. A nice. reasonable one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. See, I, I love how him and Oren are about the same age, and they look like Phoenix look, does look 10 years younger. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how old is Jill Valentine during the events of Resident Evil 3? 22. 24. Uh, 19. <laughs> <laughs> she is 23. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Or, what did I say? 22, I think? Did you say 22 or did you say 23? Because I said 24. Oh, my, I must have, oh man. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the point to you. All right. Keep things can, interesting later on. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right. How old is Bayonetta? 666. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she's an old witch, right? So she has to be. She's timeless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, I have no idea. Derek's, Derek, Derek, go. You, I, I know, you're, I, you know I, the kind I, of range I, it should be I in. know the kind of range it's going to be. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll go. I'll go. Kinda, I kind of know. I'll I go, could be I way off. I'll go, I'm going, I'll go 160. I was thinking like a thousand, but I'm not sure on that one. So it's I guess probably I'm... in the 200 to 300 range. But I'll stick by. My yeah, head. I think you're right. Her birth date is not precisely known, but we know for sure that she is at least 500. Oh, so that Tom means gets it. I Tom get it. All right, nice, yes. nice job, Tom. Very Tom. nice. Thank you. Yep. Oh gosh, here's a deep cut. How old is Daisy in the Super Mario Brothers oh, movie? My God. Oh God. 19. I'm going to 23. I was thinking that before Andre said his answer. <laughs> 21. All right. She is 20. Oh, that's going to be a, Oh, wait, we're tied, I guess. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah I guess uh, we both yeah, get tied. a point. All right, nice. Wow. Yep, I knew she was going to be young. Luigi, Luigi was pretty young in that movie, too. Yeah, he I was. Think. He was. Yeah. All right. How old is... I guess Mario was, too. I guess they were born on the same day, weren't they? No, no, no. Mario was no. Mario felt like an older brother. Mario was, was an older brother. brother. He, ra- he, like, he was talking about how he raised Luigi. So that's right. Yeah, they weren't twins in the movie. No, no. All right. How old is Sora in the first Kingdom Hearts? Three. <laughs> uh, I'll go twelve. No, uh, fourteen. I'll go nine. <laughs> um, I, I think I think it. I my my head was fourteen as well, so I'm going to go fourteen. I think we can we can't, say the we same can't answers. We can't share answers. What's that? Oh, we can't I, share answers? We can't share them. All right, then 13. <laughs> All right, ready? Yep. It is 14. Yes! <laughs> Derek owned. <laughs> Even though I had a right. <laughs> By the rule I arbitrarily made up. <laughs> All right. 
This one's for Tom. Number seven. Okay. How old is Gordon Freeman at the beginning of the first Half-Life? Ooh. It has been quite some time since I played Half-Life. Uh, man, I'm I'm thinking... I Like, if my gut said 44, but you want a slightly younger character, I'm going to say 39. So he's like, not quite 40 yet. It's like right, exactly. a young, distinguished scientist with <laughs> some experience under his belt. I would say, yeah, to me he looks like, I would guess 40-ish, but I think they, I don't think he's that old in the no. game. I'm going to go mid-30s, so I'll go 35. I'm going to go, like, he has to have a doctorate, of course, so. Yeah, right. so, like, you could be about 30 getting a doctorate or even younger. I mean, you don't yeah. have to be super slow like my brother, and Dr. It, Arnold. Yeah, he's and I don't see any gray hairs there, so I'm going to go 32. Okay. All he right. is 27. What? I guess he's just. Finished university? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. so. Oh, geez. I so guess that's a now... Derek, Derek one, right? Yeah, I got that one. All right. I guess, well, yeah, now he's probably the proper 47 type age. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. How old is Impa during the events of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? Is she like... I think she's over 100. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking too. I just can't remember how much over 100. I know. I'll I don't go, know if it's absurd, so I'll I say I know. I mean, well, anything over 100 is almost absurd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go 162. I'm going to go 200. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said 112. All right, you're going 112? Okay. All right. Okay. It is 120. Oh, Tom got, Tom Tom right. got it. I yeah. got the, my All more right. reasonable guess. One. There you go. So real quick, we're at number eight or number nine. Yeah, we're wow. about to so do it's Derek nine. with the lead with four, me with three, and the Tom with two. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I I do have a serious question before I read this next one. Is your arbitrary rule still in place? Because I think we're all going to know this next one. <laughs> I guess I, it can't be. Yeah. I'm like Professor Oak. I don't remember his name even. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number nine. How old is Red in Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green, or Fire Red and Leaf Green? <laughs> Ten. Ten. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your legit guess, Tom? Yeah, that was my guess before you... Like, I chose the number before hearing you guys answer. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's 11. Oh, my God. So we could have picked something different, but yeah. We should have, yeah. Well, maybe. we still share All the right. point, so... We do. All right. Unfortunately, Tom cannot win now, I don't think. No. No. It's done. Down to me and Derek. All right. Andre has to get this one, and I have to uh, fail it for us to go to the tiebreaker, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And you should you have the advantage. <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> well, I th- I would think, because it's asking, how old is Andre Seegers, the official Game Explained me, uh, me for Tamadachi Life, when the game was released in North America? I don't even know how this works. Is it based on my actual birthday? Is it based on the release date of the game? I, I literally have no I clue. I have no idea on this one either. I, I can't remember how long ago thing. Tamadachi Life was released. Yeah, like, I don't... Is that... Okay, well... All right. Well, hold on here. Yeah, this is, this is actually tricky. All right. I, um... I'm not going to look it up. All right. So, yeah, I'm just going to... Pure guess right now, I'm going to say it is... You are... 31. I'm going to... Oh, damn it! I was going to say... 30, that's exactly what I was going to say. 31. I'll go... <laughs> Oh, God, it feels too... No. Okay, I'm going to go... I'll go 30. Going to go 30? All right. The answer is... Did Tom give an answer? 27. 
27? All right. The game was released on June 6, 2014. Andre Seegers was born on February 8, 1988. The, uh, that, then, Andre was born, uh, then Andre was 26 years old. Tom gets it. Oh, wow. yes. Tom nailed it. Yeah. All right. So, wow. So I don't know where that birthday came from. My actual birthday is 85. So they got everything else right, but 88's wrong. So Wow. Well, congrats, Tom. I feel like we should give uh, Tom some bonus points for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Tom, Tom's now tied with me. Okay. All right. <laughs> There you go. With that extra bonus point. So it's five, Derek with five, Tom with four, and me with four. Okay, so, so we're going to have a tiebreaker so Tom, between so, you two? So Derek is a winner, actually. Yeah, but. we can tiebreak between you two. Uh, that's true. Um, what the heck? All right, bit of math. Can you calculate oh, for no. him Kratos' estimated age in The Last God of War oh, God. P- plus Gladys's year of activation uh, in Portal? Uh, oh, my God. Minus, year of activation? That's different than her age. Yeah. Minus Tortimer's age and tortoise years in Animal Crossing New Leaf. That's ridiculous. What the heck? All right, I'm looking at you the number. I mean, okay, so we it, what, Tortimer has to be over like 70, right? I think. But in tortoise years. So it, so. it could be like, yeah, it could be like 120 maybe. Um, all right, let's say I'm going to say 120 for, Torta, for, for him. I have no idea when glass was made. 2,000 something probably. 2,100. So 2,170. Kratos, I have no clue. Is it like 500, maybe? I, got, I don't know. 20, so what am I at? 21? I'll go 26. 26, is that, we're just adding it together, right? No, it's uh, Kratos plus GLaDOS minus Tortimer. A oh, minus Tortimer? Okay, so that'll be, hold on. Wait, 2100, 26, so minus, how, so how, how old are we? 2530? Is that right? I think, I'll go with 2530. it. 2530. All right, Tom? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say it's a trick question. The answer is zero. <laughs> Oh, Zero. all right. Going for the Price is Right method. It is. Oh, Derek, you should answer too, Derek. Even though you're not. Oh, jeez. Uh, 1998. Okay, that works. The Half Life release year. Oh, 2078. 2078. Wait, 2708. Yeah, 2078. So it was. All right, I'm actually closer. I mean, I'm not yeah. that close, but with 2530. I got closer than I thought, so all right. Yeah, I am officially in second place. Yeah, now. you are officially. I, Although that bumps me up to tie to a tie with you, though. Derek. No, but I got closer than you on that. <laughs> I know one. you won. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, uh, nice. Kratos' estimate, estimated age is one fifty. Uh, Gladys's year of activation was nineteen ninety eight, and Tortoise's uh, Tortimer's age in Tortoise years was seventy. Uh, ninety eight for Gladys. I had no idea. Yeah. That was a fun one. Yeah. Basically, like, Portal 1 is kind of in the future, but Portal 2, that's in the past, and she's kind of made somewhere between the two, so. Yeah. Good point. Wait, how old is uh, uh, the turtle mayor? 70. 70. Oh, I nailed, I nailed that. I think that, was, I think that was the figure I was going with. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. That was a fun one. Fun game. Yeah, thank you, thank you very yeah. much. And, yeah, I think that'll be about take care of it for uh, this episode of uh, the uh, Game Explained Real Talk podcast. So thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, think about supporting us over on Patreon. It's just $1 a month. Get these podcasts three days early every Friday, usually, uh, as well as the ability to ask us questions or give games for, these, for, for the podcast and access to our VIP room in our Discord. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week for episode 185. Till then, guys. Bye.